Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Uh, this is another spooky movie Saturday. Uh, back with uh, Emma and Micah and Katie. The spooky movie squad. Yeah, spooky movie squad. <laughs> this was what? This is your pick for yeah. the movie, Katie? I mean, kind of. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, uh, so it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's a scary movie that we've been wanting to watch for a while, and then we finally... Uh, the rotation hit, and uh, Katie picked Signs, the M. M. Night Shyamalan movie. Uh, I like to think it was probably his last good one for a while, and then uh, they kind of picked up after a little bit. But yeah, there's a big chunk of poop after this one. Now, I chose this movie not because I necessarily think it's super scary or even that I love this movie a lot, but I mostly picked this movie because somehow... Emma had never seen it. <laughs> so that's why we watched Signs, because Emma had never seen it, and now she's freaked the fuck out. <clears throat> well, it also doesn't help that I have a child and a baby monitor, so now every time my house settles, I'm going to be like, they're fucking here, I'm out. <laughs> no, board up the windows. We're gone. They're on the roof. Somebody call Mel Gibson. Or don't. Yeah, please don't. Okay, so uh, what we'll do, uh, we'll talk about the movie, give it a quick little... Yay or nay, mm-hmm. and then we'll give people a chance to watch it. Though you, you should have watched it by now, but if, if you, you haven't, haven't it. seen this movie, I don't understand how this movie came out in 2002. Yeah, I don't get how it's true 17 it's years ago. Like, unless you're a child, and even then, like most children have probably seen this movie, uh, so it's true. I don't know, but we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, so what do you think? What did you think about it, Emma? <clears throat> I thought it was great. It scared the pants off me, so it did its job. <laughs> I love Abigail Breslin. She is the cutest little poop. I just yeah, can't there's... handle her absolute. She is a creepy little girl, but she is also phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. So she she won it for me. This was her <laughs> first film. This was the first big thing that she did. She's That's a little cute. Nice. Yeah. She was really little in this film. That doesn't oh, yeah. surprise me. Okay. Uh, what did you think, Marco? Uh, I absolutely loved it. I mean, the the birthday party scene <laughs> is the most iconic scene to me. Like there, there were all those small sightings all over the place, but for some reason, that one. Maybe it's just the the. Um, Ugh, I just got the chills. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Bigfoot feel of it. Yeah. I, I don't know what it was, but I just remember like every time that scene would come on, like after after watching it, because it would, sh- you know, they would play that movie on TV incessantly for the longest time. So you're just flipping through channels and oh, science is on. But every time that scene came on, you're like looking slightly away from the TV, where you can still see it in your peripheral vision, but you just don't want to look at it when it comes across the screen. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I I think that movie held up really well. Um, like, even the, the last scene when the alien's just, like, in the room with them. The yeah. CGI was pretty well done. I mean... For its time. I mean, maybe it was because <laughs> yeah. we were watching it on a DVD instead of, like, you know... I'm sure if we watched it in Blu-ray, it'd be that weird, like, that's not real kind Yeah, of nobody thing. freak out. That's the baby monitor. You know? <laughs> okay. On topic. Uh, Katie, what'd you think? Well, I disagree with Micah about the CGI holding up. Um, that was pretty terrible. I love this. I've loved this movie since it came out. Uh, I saw it 
in the theaters, and it freaked me the fuck out because I grew up in an area surrounded by fields, so, you know, that didn't really help. Mm-hmm. Um, I still really like this movie. Um, it is really good. I wouldn't say that it's scary, but it's definitely, like, thrillery. Like, mm-hmm. as it as things are happening, you get kind of swept up. You totally get swept up in the action of what's happening, and you kind of, like, freak out every time they, like, turn a corner and see, like, a shadow of an alien or whatever. <laughs> like, it's def- it definitely still holds all of that. Like, even though I've seen this movie, you know, a hundred times... I was still found myself like my heart was racing when mm-hmm. he was like running through the cornfield, like chasing after it or whatever. Like I was like, <sighs> like, <laughs> like even though when I knew things were gonna jump out, like I knew the jumpy parts, where the jumpy parts were, and it was still like it still kind of catches you off guard even now, like you know, seventeen years later. So it definitely mm-hmm. held up aside from the graphics. The aliens themselves don't look too great anymore, but. I mean, if they went through and retouched it and did like a, here's signs remastered and just like kind of touched the, the a- bl- yeah, yeah. kind of made every made the aliens a little crisper, then yeah. that'd be great. Um, but. yeah, this movie's great. Seeing it again, it's been it's been a while since I've seen Signs. The one thing I do like about uh, Shalamanan movies, I'm never gonna say his name right because he messed up the last Airbender. I'll never forgive him for that. But uh. <laughs> Usually his movies have just layers to it, kind of like just with Sixth Sense, you know, it's it's a, a ghost story movie, but then it's like, you know, the guy working hard trying to figure out this kid, and there's loss, and there's, there's always layers to it and stuff. Yeah. Uh, just like with this movie, this movie's all about like, like loss in different ways, like, you know, the wife and, and, and Mel Gibson's faith, and, and it's sprinkled <laughs> with aliens yeah. <laughs> popping out. <laughs> And then just, you know, weird coincidences and how just everything works out. And it's just yeah. really weird. Uh, yeah, I, I like it a lot. And this is Shalamanan at his, like, best. Yeah. Uh, right. I think this, money-wise, we'll go over that later. Uh, money-wise, this is probably the, the, the biggest it gets for him. Well, yeah, because this was the first movie he did right after Sixth Sense. No, like, there was another one. Was there? Unbreakable was in between. I don't even know what that's. Isn't that Jet Li? Unbreakable is Jet Li, isn't it? No, that's uh, un- Unbound or Unchained. Un- I know what yeah, yeah. you're thinking about. <laughs> I was like, but... that, wait a minute, that's, that's a title of that, that's, uh, no, Game of Thrones no, episode. No, because that's what the guy from um, Super Mario Brothers movie. Bob Hoskins was the the guy that, that had him out. chained down with a with the collar. Oh, yeah. No, that's the one with Bruce Willis. Part one to the glass, that one glass. universe. And Split. Oh, yeah, I got nothing. I never saw it. It's that movie. fucking great. It's a superhero movie. It's awesome. But, uh, yeah, you go shrug your shoulders. It's actually really good. Um, but, yeah, Signs was probably the top of that pyramid. And then right after that, he did The Village. That was. Ugh, don't, don't get us started on this. <laughs> that was a question mark. And then Lady in the Water, which was good, but it didn't do good. It did not do good. And then, mm-hmm. uh, then the happening, the best one out of all of them. You shut Jesus. your damn mouth. Happening was mouth. ass. Oh, happening, happening was unbreakable. Actually, was unbreakable with Bruce Willis and Samuel Jackson. The worst. And then he did the Last I, Airbender. I love the village. The happening was absolute trash. And then after the Last Airbender, he then, did After Earth, that movie with uh, 
the animated uh, one, right? No, that's no, the one with... Uh, this is Will oh, Smith and Jaden Smith. Okay, that's right. Yeah, with the one with the aliens, like, they, they sense you if you have emotion. Mm-hmm. So you have to stay emotionless. It's crap. <laughs> they, like, don't they like mimic who you are? Yeah, it, it's stupid. It's real bad. And then after that, he did that the visit. Boy from the office. Uh, the mm. visit's actually really good. Uh, where the kids go visit their grandparents for the first time. Oh yeah, I'm good. And uh, grandparents are like, yeah, don't leave your rooms after nine o'clock. And then they do. And then the parents are just doing crazy shit. And then they have doubts about if that's actually their grandparents. <laughs> and then it's it's a good one. Wait, that sounds that, absolutely that, like that a no. Just sounds like that. F- that one uh, sequel of uh, um, Paranormal Activity. Oh, which one? The, the one where they go visit the grandma or something. That oh, that's the third one. Yeah, yeah, it's like the third or fourth oh, one. Whatever. Good one. And then the guy gets like bent in half. Yeah. Like, oh my god, that one scared the shit out of me. Oh, that was movie. When that's I was so sitting good. there and I was like, oh, I'm going to get up and leave this table right now. <laughs> and then after the visit, he did Unleashed. Yeah. The Jet Li movie was Unleashed. So mm-hmm. after the visit, it was Split. I love that movie. That was really Split good. was really good. Mm-hmm. He, he, he seemed to have gotten back on track, but then he realized that people liked the world of Unbreakable. And uh-huh. they were like, yeah, we want more of that. And then he did Glass, which I haven't seen. That I heard yet. was good, but it I don't think it really did that yeah. good. But uh, I don't know what he's working on now, but he's probably going to fuck something else up. It's about time that he <laughs> makes a extra poop movie and disappears for a couple of years. But, uh, yeah. So, people that haven't seen, uh, fuck, I forgot which one it says. Signs. If you haven't seen, <laughs> talked about, like, 20 other movies. Right. Uh, if you haven't seen Signs, I would actually give it a shot. Uh, watch it with a group of people. It makes it better. Do it. Do it. Because you can feel that tension in a room when there's... Everybody si- stops breathing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there are moments where you just see Mel Gibson doing something, you're like, uh, that's gonna, that's gonna... Mm, and then it happens. You're like, God damn it! I knew it was gonna be bad. Well, and you definitely catch yourself watching the back of every scene. Like when he gets in to some monologue about something, he just sits there, and you can catch yourself not watching him, but focusing on how creepy the monologue is, and then focusing on the background behind him. Like, what the fuck is oh, gonna yeah. pop out of this? What's gonna happen? Uh uh-uh. uh. I wasn't about that. Like, after that leg popped out of the corn when he was standing there in the field. Yep. No. Every scene, I was like, there's about to be some feet in here. Although, no, thank if you. you. And if you haven't seen this movie and you haven't seen Scary Movie 3, please watch Signs first. Yes, Signs first. I, I, I will admit that I have seen Scary Movie 3 many more times between the last time that I saw Signs and this time. And it was, it's just so hard not to just make references to that oh my damn movie because it is one of my all-time favorite well, parody I, I, movies. It made it hard for me, but I guess also good considering I get spooked really easily. Yeah. But I have seen Scary Movie 3 a billion times and so when this movie started all I could see was Charlie Sheen. Yep. 100% Charlie Sheen. acting weird again. <laughs> when, at the end when the aliens were like peeing out their fingers. Yeah. Oh, the I see. We have a lot in common. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. yes watch signs first then scary movie three and it makes it so much funnier oh fuck okay but yeah that, that seems like a thumbs up from everybody here so give it a shot if you haven't seen it one. you should stop it here and watch it and then come back this is also like the last thing mel gibson did before he just like lost his shit and got super racist i i like to say that he never had his shit 
Well, and he just he well he kept it down deep. He kept yeah. it down deep, and then yeah, he was kind of strange. He in put this, on in he this put movie. on his maga hat after this movie, and just I don't like, even know it was a maga hat at that point. He was just hating on it. it was on what on the set of Passion of the Christ. That's when he kind of lost it, right? Mm, he had no. I think it was the next. Down. I think it was the next movie. Okay, because I think it happened after Passion of the Christ. Because I think he got like this movie came out, and then he did Passion of the Christ. That was like the next thing he, the next big thing he mm-hmm. was a part of. And then after he did Passion of the Christ, I think it just because Passion came out in what two thousand five. I want to say I was still in high school. Or, or, like, yeah, because yeah. it, it had to have been like freshman or sophomore year. Because I saw it, I saw it at my church. Mm-hmm. At Christmas time, my senior year of high school, mm-hmm. so that 2004, it was already released on DVD in 2004. Yeah, like yeah. Christmas 2004. Yeah, it was gnarly. Yeah, that movie's wild as hell. Well, that is part of why I think he had a psychotic break. That well, I think it was way you too much. That deep into something. Well, yeah, I heard he also that... paid for it entirely himself. He did, but yeah. I'm, but that was to be expected. Like, no one, no major company was gonna push that much money into a Jesus film. Like Yeah. You cover the most excruciating points in somebody's story and that'll mess you up. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh watch science. It's it's better than Passion of the Christ, I like to think. You won't feel as bad <laughs> at That's the true. end. <laughs> uh, well yeah, you won't feel awful at the end of, oh, <laughs> of this one. True. So but there's uh, a lot less blood in this film and a lot less death. Yes. In this one yes. than in Passions. That's very true. That's very true. Okay, so let's start uh, with the the good characters, the good guys. Uh, what'd you guys think of Mel Gibson's character? He's kind of wonky. He was really messed up. Yeah, like he played the part of a grieving creep, grieving widower <laughs> very well. Yes. Like I think he was just out of it enough to kind of make it believable that he was grieving his wife. Okay, I can I can agree with that. It, it did seem like every time he had small talking parts, he was just kind of weird. But then when he had long extended times where he would, you know, Oh, that would wrecked talk, me. His it was it was actually like, like okay. Okay, now he's now he's back. He's normalized. You yeah. know, I mean, regardless he of what he's out. talking about because what he was talking about was just so dark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The the coincidences or you just don't believe it it doesn't even matter anymore. Yeah. It's I I don't know if that's a just a dialogue thing in all these movies. It seems like when the characters say more than a few words, it seems to have way more weight than just like quick phrases. Because the kids sounded weird, but the kids are kind of weird. And Although, just Ab- everybody Abigail was kind Breslin's of, little talking she part. She nailed it. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that girl is incredible. I don't care what anybody says. She's, I love her. Yeah, it just seems like everybody's kind of got just Leave this weird little. Well, I don't think I don't think that the kids were necessarily weird. Like Abigail Breslin, the little girl, she was weird with her water thing. Like, but little yes. kid, but little kids are weird that way. Yeah. Like that was that's kind of totally normal. And then her big brother, um, one of the Culkins, like he was not. I don't think he was weird. I don't think he was a weird kid. I think just the situation, like, kids get into a thing, like, they learn about one thing, and then all of a sudden, that's all they give a shit about. Yeah. Like, you 
don't ever talk to a kid about a dinosaur and then one day you tell them that dinosaurs were a thing and then all of a sudden they can name you 700 different types of dinosaurs and what they ate and what they what like, pooped mm-hmm. it's like kids just suck up information that way so the fact like he heard or there was kind of like speculation that this was an alien situation he went to the bookstore got a book on aliens and then absorbed the entire thing as fast as he could yeah and just like jumped into it like this is the truth it could have been anything like they could have been race cars and he would have just been like oh yeah like kids are just weird that like Mm -hmm. not to say that he is weird but kids as a whole are weird in that way yeah. It's true. I, think the, I, I would have to The agree character with that. that annoyed me the most was Joaquin Phoenix's character. Just because there were times where it seemed like he was trying to portray a country bumpkin, and then other times he'd say something and it was like, wait, that was out of character. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't, I can't pinpoint who you are as a character right now. He, he looked like, or he felt like a big city dude trying to hide a country bumpkin ness. And the country bumpkin always kind of pulled through in most situations, but when he tried to be the big city show off kind of personality, that's when it like didn't ring right for me. Yeah, it might have been character. like he's supposed to be what a minor league like baseball player, but yeah. it didn't work out. So maybe that was the the well, big city part of him. Well, it like, wasn't, you know, it wasn't was that it didn't work big. out. It wasn't that it didn't work out. He left his career to come help his brother take care of their kids yeah. after his wife and died. It, yeah, And it seemed like, as a whole, all of the characters had the same kind of weird vibe to them. So if that's what like Inmate Shyamalan was going for, something. then I, 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 can, I can see well, they that. Were, they were all dealing with the loss of mm-hmm. the wife, the, the mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were all, like, distraught about it, and... Joaquin Phoenix's character, I think, was dealing with it. He was dealing with a completely separate loss on top of the loss of his Mm sister-in-law. Like, yes, she died, and that might not have been super big on him, but with her death also brought the death of his career and the life that he was building for himself. He gave up all of that to come help take care of his family. So was thrust I, I into agree. dadhood basically. <laughs> yeah. Uh what you guys think of uh M Night Shyamalan's uh character? So he's in usually in his movies at yeah. some point he pops up. So he's the character that killed um Mel Gibson's wife. That was rough and I think he really grasped the I can't believe that I ended someone's life. Yeah. Yeah, level the grief of grief and depression and cloud that just he could never make eye contact with him and the one time he did he bolted as fast as possible yeah yeah like i thought his character was i thought yeah I, i can i can agree with the body language thing um i didn't really believe it when he was talking i didn't really you know it, it just it wasn't believable yeah you, yeah, did, you, you know the part any other like actor to but, take that character yeah. but, but, you, but you know the part that got me so you know he calls him over or tried to call him and he mm-hmm. freaked out mel gibson gets there and he's like you know i'm really sorry about that you know i dozed off for a couple seconds and it was just it was just meant to be that i hit her he's saying all this stuff about his wife and then he's like oh yeah 
It's in the. It's in my pantry. Yeah. Don't open the pantry. That's the last sentence that he tells him. Oh yeah, there's a thing in my but pantry. Right. Right. Well, but at the same time, in context, it's I. I was okay with like what he was saying, just because it was like he was talking about it's gonna be the end of the world. So I'm yeah. gonna tell you I'm sorry, and then you'll probably never see me again. So yeah, deuces. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's man. Uh, so that build up to the first scene. The first big scene, what people usually talk about in this movie. Uh, yeah, because the knife happens first and then the birthday party, right? Or was uh, it birthday party and then knife? It's the cornfield first. Oh, that everybody yeah. talks about? Well, that's the first sighting. Well, yeah, second he sighting. he sees him first, in the cornfield. First he and sees then it on the, on the roof it. and on they the run roof. around. First yeah. they see it on the roof mm-hmm. and they run around it. And then he sees it the, like the next night in the cornfield. Yeah, and I then they see it. In I want to say they see it on the third day on the TV in the birthday party. Okay, mm-hmm. so no, I'm just and saying then it's like the pantry, but the he pantry. doesn't see it in the birthday party. Only walking Phoenix does. Yes, well, I was just saying like those iconic scenes. When I think about signs, mm-hmm. there are a few moments that I think about, and yeah. like the birthday party, him just like walking by real fast. Um, Ooh, no! Birthday party comes after the pantry because in the pantry you still don't know what they look like. Okay. Yeah, okay. And then it's the birthday party because you see that thing after you see, like, the fingers. Yeah. So, uh, Mel Gibson goes into, uh, I can't remember his name, just say Shalane Man's house. And um, he's real curious because he can Dr. see a Reddy. shadow. Mm-hmm. The veterinarian. Yeah. He can see a shadow under the door in the pantry that's blocked off. And so he takes a knife and he pulls a, a prison move. And he's reflecting it off After the... After he gives a horrible monologue about being the police. Oh, and the paddy wagon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We yeah. took your other boys downtown in the paddy wagon. <laughs> um, so he's shining his knife through the, you know, under the door, and he's looking to see if he can see anything in there. He gives up. He's like, this is stupid. And he gets up to leave, and he thinks about it. He's like, fuck it, I'm going to look at it one more time. And the second he puts his face down by the crack, hand slips through. Uh, I remember in the theater, uh-huh. that got everybody, because it happened so quick. Yeah. Like, usually, yeah, if everybody in jumps. a normal horror movie, he would go back down and fish a little bit more, and then it would hit. But it was just the fact that the second he went down, the hand came out. Uh, the, the timing oh was, was great. I it just, um, a lot of horror movies, once you get past, like, the 90s, because there's always the music build up, and mm-hmm. then it happens, the release. Uh, but a lot of movies realize that people know it's about to happen when you do it like that. You can give them the... the idea that it's gonna happen like you go into a room it's like the thing's in there yeah but then it's like oh music and you're like no it's like i'm gonna jump a measure before and actually scare you before you think it's gonna Mm -hmm. happen and it gets people uh this was perfect man like it was a good scare i remember when i first saw it that got me good because i wasn't ready for it (laughs) it goes to joaquin phoenix just sitting in a closet yeah (laughs) And he's watching a birthday party film from, what was it, was it Brazil? Mexico. Mexico? Mm-hmm. Mexico and, um, City. these kids are screaming and stuff. I assume they're saying, like, what the fuck is that? Look over there. And this alien just comes out of this, like, field like or... Bush. Yeah, bush. Like a bush. Well, I don't think he was necessarily in the bush. I think it was, like... like walking down the like alley. The, yeah, so there's, like, the door where the kids were right here. And then there's, a like, a hedge or something. And the, the alien is walking this way. And he's blocked by the hedge from the other windows and shit yeah. that they're trying to watch. Then he just walks across and they're all staring at him. Man, but this alien just scoots by. It just, man, ah, that it got me. I remember that was another thing. Yeah. For some I, I made me so uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because you know it ain't right, and it's it's not normal. It just goes no. by and just looks at you like, hey. It makes you seriously think like every single, every single, every <laughs> single thing, everything that you've seen that day, and you're like, oh my God. Yeah. What if blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. No. It was a good one. No, I, I like, the, those are the two big scenes that people talk about, mm-hmm. you know, when you bring up signs. Uh, they were great. Uh, I will say the, there's a lot of family, just character build up and stuff yeah. with the aliens sprinkled in. Uh, around the knife stab, uh, that's when it is just straight alien invasion. Mm-hmm. And there's still family things, you know, because they have their... Big family dinner. I hate to think of it like a last meal, but kind of... kind of was, yeah. That's what it's supposed to be. Yeah, and so everybody got what they wanted food-wise, and then... Didn't eat it. You know, they're all sad because they kind of realize that it's like, we might die tonight. Mm-hmm. And then Mel Gibson's like, well, fuck it, I'll eat it all. And he starts crying. And Well, because his kid tells him he hates him. Yeah. Because <laughs> Mel Gibson doesn't want to pray. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it, it's a sad moment. Cause... Things you notice a lot more as an adult than you did when you watched this as a kid. The religiousness of this film. Every I did not, I did not realize, like... As a kid, it made sense that he was like a preacher and that he like lost his faith because his wife died. Okay, sure, why not? But you don't really catch all of the different times that he's referencing his faith and his loss of faith and mm-hmm. all the things that his family is dealing with in his loss of faith. Like when you watch it as a kid, I well, at least I didn't. Yeah, don't know. No. There's there's moments like where he he's like looking up saying like you know don't do it again like he's he yeah. says he's like i hate you yeah. so he's talking to god he's like pissed off about the whole situation he's like i don't want to lose my kids my kids having an asthma attack and we don't have his medicine so he's yeah he's very much pissed off yeah <laughs> but um let me see at that point they, they're having their last meal kind of like in home alone where he's eating his mac and cheese <laughs> and then the clock hits, and he's like, oh, shit, I gotta get ready. Yeah. Um, so they start blocking off doors and stuff. They don't have enough, you know, planks no. to stop everything. And then that's when the invasion starts. Uh, they take care of Pooch first. <laughs> Swing on the dog out, out in the garage. Awful. Yeah, things I don't ever need to hear. Yeah, dog getting beat up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the aliens, I, I assume there were probably like two or three of them. Probably. That came in. Uh, and they come in from the, the just the attic, and they yeah. make their way down, and uh, they run into the basement, and the aliens just kind of quickly move on them. There's a radio message that they hear at some point saying that the aliens seem to be there to actually grab people, mm-hmm. and they're not there to just like... Take yeah. over. Yeah. yeah. They, they're grabbing people and leaving and stuff, and people are dying, and it's it's pretty scary. Like, yeah. oh, man. But then, um, let me see, what happens? Oh, that's when the, the, the great. Yeah. Yeah, his hand is just sitting there and then all of a sudden it comes up and grabs Uh, him. Yeah. That was awful. So they, they realize that the alien at the door is some type of distraction Mm -hmm. and another alien finds his way into, what was it, a coal shaft? Yep. Yeah. And, uh, reaches his arm in and so you find out that the aliens... It seems like an involuntary thing that they do. It's like they camouflage whatever's close to them or like in their direct path. Because at some point you see Abigail Breslin's face in mm-hmm. the arm 
which was no, really you cool. see you see Mel Gibson's face in the arm, and then you see Abigail Breslin in his back. In the back. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just whatever's in the way, it just reflects off of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, cool. originally, M. Night Shyamalan wanted them to be invisible. Ooh, I don't know how that would have worked. It would have been like a weird... Probably like the way, you know when Mel Gibson walks up to the window and it's like wavy kind yeah. of glass texture? Probably something like that. Okay. But I think it was more weird and kind of unnerving that they weren't invisible, but they yeah. were still like picking up everything in the room. Like oh, yeah. his shirt texture, his shirt color, his face, her face, everything was like... Yeah. Yeah. Like reflecting them like mirrors. So it was mm-hmm. fucking weird. So as um I'm just gonna call him Stumpy. Uh the alien that Mel Gibson uh stabbed up in the pantry came back for revenge, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And grabbed his kid and then How uh, did he get out? I don't right? know. Right. <laughs> With less fingers. And how did he know where to go? He can smell him. He had that rage. He's like, that's some right? bitch is five miles that way. He walked, <laughs> he walked the whole Hold way. Hold on, let me lick my feet. Oh, damn it. <laughs> no fingers. So, uh, Mel Gibson has a flashback to uh, the night where his wife died. And um, do they ever really give an explanation to it? Or this is she kind of just has psychic or just... It was just the last thing that she said. No, they, no the, do- uh, the police chief says it at some point. When she was talking to him... When she comes to the farm the first time, she says mm-hmm. that when she was talking, when the wife was talking at the end, like, you get to a point in death or near death where your brain stops working completely and the things that you're saying are just rapid fire, like, like your synapses are just going off. Oh, and that's saying, when he and Joaquin were sitting there watching the TV. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 and were, he was saying... And he said that, all the synapses were firing at once. Yeah, and she said, swing away. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh... So you find out uh, earlier in the movie, Abigail Breslin, um, there are cups of water everywhere in the house, and she takes a sip, and then something's wrong with the water, and then um, always something wrong. Yeah, mm-hmm. but Leaves them but there's yeah there's cups of water everywhere, and so you find out that the the wife um, she has some things that you know she wants Mel Gibson to say to the kids, mm-hmm. and you know tell him to listen to your brother, and she says tell Meryl to swing away. She said, see. No, she tells him. Mm-hmm. She tells Graham, see. And then Meryl, mm. swing away. Mm-hmm. And when she says the see thing, she's talking about that that conversation that him and Meryl had on the couch mm-hmm. where he was talking about faith. He says mm-hmm. something like, see, uh, see miracles, see whatever, and believe. What type of person yeah, are you? Are yeah. you the type of person who can see the signs? Yeah. Or are you the person Boom. who just thinks it's 50-50 <laughs> luck? Yeah. So, see, Premonition and then Meryl swing in death. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Meryl realizes what swing away means and he sees his sweet ass bat well, on the wall. Graham realizes it and tells Meryl to swing yeah. away. And then mm-hmm. Meryl realizes yeah, yeah. it too. And so, Meryl just proceeds to just womp this alien up, which is real good. <laughs> I mean, that should have been step one. Like oh yeah, I've I mean, been got that bat on the wall. Like we would, we, we would have been swinging. We yeah. got two bats next to the bed. Like yeah, I'm, I'm fighting. <laughs> if someone comes to the house, we swinging. So uh, <laughs> Meryl's going all types of just just uh, Mark McGuire on him, just kicking his ass pretty good. Like you should. And uh, mm-hmm. water spills on the alien, and lo and behold, water is like acid <laughs> to the aliens. I'm allergic. Right yeah. 
I like I like that on the I'm uh, H2O the... intolerant. I'm obnoxious. <laughs> yes. I like that on the um, radio report it said they found some kind of prehistoric or uh, what was yeah. it, a primitive way of defeating them. It's like they splashed water on them. It's yeah. like grab yeah. the garden hose. Save that. I, I, I like mean I get why they did, but it's just like what the f- I like some the thing. primitive way. Your water will melt her. Right? <laughs> Water. My only weakness. How'd you know? Yes. Yeah, exactly. I, I like to think some dude was like watering his like fucking plants, and then like alien runs by. And he's like, "Oh, it's fucking weird looking." And he's watering. And alien's like, "Boo!" And he's like, "Ah!" And just sprays yeah. it in the face and just melts. He's like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> just that like, was really creepy though. At the end, when he knocked all the water on his head, and you just see his reflection in the TV, and he's like breathing super fast, and then just nothing. And I was like, "Oh, that's not." <laughs> yeah. So I'm curious, guys, if. There's a common theme in, like, alien movies if, like, something simple always takes them down. Because I remember, what, the day the Earth stood still? Mm-hmm. Wasn't it air? Just the, the, the atmosphere killed them? No, War of the Worlds with uh, Tom Cruise. That movie. They're running the whole time, and then the aliens just die. And they're like, oh, the atmosphere killed them. Like, I guess pollution got them? So everybody's like, yay, go pollution. I so, think they're <laughs> using it as, a like, a metaphor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they're like, oh, well, they can't even survive here. Yeah. But um, I I just remember you know uh what was it the third, Trials of Horror, with the aliens, and uh Mo takes I... out the board with a nail in it. Yeah, <laughs> and that's how they they defeat the aliens. This is the board with a nail in it. The aliens are so it, scared it of it. It does always seem to be that they complicate it a lot, in movies or TV shows or whatever, with aliens that it's like there's some advanced being and. You gotta think on some advanced level as to how you would get in their minds yeah. and take mm-hmm. them down, and then it's always something simple. Yeah, oh, Independence well, Day. Like they use them this. Yeah, they use their virus from like or, a fucking. Mm-hmm. Was it a? It wasn't a floppy disk. It was like a tiny little like. Yeah, but CDI. The, the, mm-hmm. but the thing to, to to beat the aliens was blow them up. <laughs> so I mean, that's yeah. not really all that simple. But yeah, Randy Quaid just like flew his ship into like the core. <laughs> just yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, I, I did. I did like that. All of the coincidence kind of laid the groundwork for like all all scary movies or like sci-fi movies or you know things like vampire movies or ghosts. Like, they always have a set, a set of rules that they follow, mm-hmm. where it's like, you know, uh, the, this has to happen in order for this, and this, and this, and this, and then, yeah. you know, like, the the um, uh, the poison gas that they had, and, yeah. and stuff like that. That was devastating, that poison gas moment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, another coinky-dink that happened with the family, um, Stumpy. Grabbed uh, Stumpy. Rory Culkin. I was gonna yep. say Kieran, but the age wasn't right. No, it was uh, Rory Culkin grabs the little kid and sprays him in the face. So I guess he's like, "Well, fuck it, you took my fingers, I'm gonna kill you, kid." And then uh, lo and behold, his asthma actually saved his life because yep. his lungs weren't working at that, that moment. Was incredibly devastating when he's sitting there crying, like rocking, holding his son after giving him the epinephrine shot and yeah. everything, and he's just. Telling himself his lungs were closed. This is why he had asthma. It was meant to be this way. His yeah. lungs were closed. He wow. didn't take in the poison. He didn't. And Abigail Breslin's freaking out and starting to cry. And Joaquin Phoenix is like, uh, Graham, he's dead. Like, he's legitimately not breathing. There's no nothing. He feels his neck like, I'm getting worked up yeah. on the couch. He's like, Graham, 
Yeah. He's gone. Yeah. yeah. And he's just sitting there like, no, he's fine. He's fine. He didn't take any poison. That was the most terrifying part of that movie. Yeah. Honest to God. I was like, oh, fuck. I think that of... The, I think the first asthma attack was more mm-hmm. terrifying than the second. Maybe because I already knew what was going to happen. Yeah. But the asthma attack in the basement when he's just, like, trying to get him to breathe again and the kid's just, like, super well, fucked up. I legit rough. started crying when his hand relaxed. I was like, oh, God, he's going to take him right now. No. Yeah. It it kind of seemed like, I was like, fuck, no. I was like, oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, uh... My whole family, they have asthma. I'm like the cool one that didn't get it. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, asthma fucking sucks. And I don't know if you can breathe your way through an event like that. Nope. I don't think no. that's a thing not you can do. No, yeah. it's not. You, and that kid would have just died. Getting grabbed yeah. by an alien <laughs> in a basement, uh, that, that kind of constitutes as a really fucked up moment. Oh, yeah. Uh, they wanted to make it realistic to I know. an actual asthma attack, but what would have happened is... That kid would have started started have having an asthma attack, and one of those grown-ups would have ran the fuck out and gotten his inhaler mm-hmm. and that epinephrine right in that moment. They would would not have just stayed in that basement, yeah. yeah, because that kid would have died in that basement. Yeah, asthma. Slept for twelve hours. Yeah, asthma with a closed lung sucks. and an asthma attack. No, that kid no, would have been, been gone. Yeah, no, that that's woof. but uh, yeah. no, it's a great movie, great idea from Shalam and Ann, and I, I, I hope he. I, I, I wish better things for him. Because yeah. it, twist. Cause, yeah. And it's weird. This one, I guess the twist was that... It, it was, actually ended happy, I yeah. think, is the twist. I don't, well, I don't know if it was much of a twist as it was just like all these things where it's like, it's broken up into coincidences. Yeah. And then they all make sense. All the, the things and, fall yeah. together, just like a weird, freaky alien puzzle. And <laughs> his faith is restored and... Yeah. Yeah, I think my faith be restored pretty good. I'm like, man, we whomped up an alien. Well, my brother whomped up an alien with a bat, and we we survived. I'm like, I guess yeah. God is cool. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did think it left it kind of up for a sequel. Like I, I imagine he well, in his head he probably was. Well, contemplating. well, the son brought up the fact that there's two options. Uh, either we beat the aliens and they mm-hmm. leave. And it come back in like he said what a hundred years? He said hundreds no, no, no. or he thousands. He said hundreds of, years. of thousands yeah. of years. And they come so, back for revenge. Yeah. Or they just win now. I'm like, oh, I feel well, bad for and the ancestors. And then report was like they left their wounded and, so, and stuff like that. Which means going. What's to get likely happening right now back. is M Night Shyamalan is writing a sequel to Signs. And waiting till he has enough money to pay the graphics artists it will take to make <laughs> the super super future look realistic in the next science movie, mm-hmm. Science Two: Electric Boogaloo. When what? they come back, it's fine. All the soldiers you. just gonna have super soakers, <laughs> so right. we good. <laughs> just shooting. Water. They'll have armor by then. They'll figure it out. Water armor. <laughs> they could dress like RoboCop, just walking on slow and shit. <laughs> Can't exactly. hit them with the water. Damn, they get a like, dollar tree super soakers. <laughs> Just water balloons. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Man runs into a room for aliens. Just water balloons on them. Just like a bomb. Just right. Glad the aliens didn't come to Fresno because that. Well, no, it's. But in a hundred thousand. But in a hundred thousand years. But in a hundred thousand years, people aren't gonna believe that it happened. Uh huh. Okay. Think about what. Think about the stuff that. Humanity believes happened a hundred thousand years ago. Bro, people still think the world's fucking flat. 
Like people back in the day had I to know. adjust for curvature of the earth, and I'm like, nah. There that are real. people in the world right now who don't believe that the Holocaust happened mm-hmm. yeah. seventy years ago with photographic evidence and books on books on books on books and video proof. People believe that the Holocaust did not happen and was not a thing. You think Earth people in a hundred thousand years are gonna believe that aliens once came to this earth and, and we fucking defeated them? We defeated them with glasses of water? Um, no. Well, no. Um, people barely uh, believe the Wizard of Oz. Let's be real. Yeah, that's gonna change. <laughs> this is gonna change into some color. dumb, far-fetched fairy tale by the time <laughs> that these. Fucking aliens come back a hundred thousand years afterwards, and it will have turned into like, well, uh, oh, you gotta throw sand in their face, right? <laughs> like, aliens like, damn it, that didn't away. fucking kill me, but <laughs> shit, throw <laughs> shade, <laughs> walk away, yeah, <laughs> just sand and I, oh, yeah, no, shit, I'm gonna kill you. No one will know what to do, and it's gonna be a mess. Hey, yeah. look at you with all your teeth rattling that you do. Right? Some candy. It'll rot your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, let's do the seven words first. So, what do you got, guys? Daddy, are you in my dream, too? That's terrifying. That <laughs> creeped me out. When, like, in the okay. beginning of the movie, when he's in the cornfield and she just pops out in the middle of it. Just staring off into the middle of nowhere and says, Are you in my dream too, Daddy? Ooh, girl, I'm done right there. <laughs> Nay, turn around and go back home. Honey, you're on your own now. I lost you. Yeah. Mm-mm. Oh, I, forgot, I forgot that was the first one. Yeah, that was a no for me. You got one? Yeah. Appropriate number of cups. Stay hydrated, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Stay thirsty, my friend. Dude, it would have fucking sucked doing the dishes. Yeah, no. Oh house. my god, in that house, yeah. But I mean, he made the kids do the dishes, so it's true. She, I mean, she had to clean it all. And I was also going to question why they had so many cups, and then I remembered that we oh we, we have a fuck ton of cups, have a lot of cups. We, we could officially kill an alien all over the house. Yeah, we could officially kill like an alien if we had to. We have See, tons that's of it. cups. We We're just not... don't keep it around the house, though. Yeah, We're I usually use like <laughs> two cups. I have like a room cup and then just He's like sitting a in front. the kitchen ready by the faucet all the time. I don't just, even like cup, use honey. cups. I have my water bottle and that's it. Yeah, I have a bedroom cup and then like living room cup. We're not messy. We're, we're preparing for the alien invasion. Yeah, right. Accurate. Uh, I got aliens got fucked up by tap water. <laughs> and then I got another one. That alien got Barry Bonds real bad. That's <laughs> awesome. got Barry Bonds. Bonded in. Nice. Uh, I have uh, M. Night Shyamalan before he was crap. Yeah. Uh, Abigail Breslin coming in clutch with water. <laughs> Swing away, Meryl. Damn it, Meryl. Swing away. Wow, yeah, that's a good one. There it is. There's your synopsis of this film. (laughs) In 21 words. That is the whole thing. Okay. But, uh, yeah, like we said before, we all seem to be on the same page and we all like it. So give it a shot. Okay, this is the part I'm excited for. So this bad boy came out August the 2nd, 2002. Yeah, woo! That's when it dropped. Uh, what you do you guys? guys would have been so little. <laughs> 2002? You... You're only yeah. two years older than me. Shut up. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, what do you guys think the budget was for this gem of a movie? 
I'm going to say 27.3. 27.3 for Emma? You said it was a lot. 51 million. 51 it, for that's Micah? That's too close to mine. <laughs> Uh, 80 million. 80 million for Katie. There's so, a lot of CGI alienness in this it's film. True. But it, it, yeah. There wasn't a lot of sets. Like it would take mostly takes place on one farmhouse, but they kept it simple. But, but I can see it as a lot of money. They had to pay involved. for 2002 Mel Gibson and 2002 Joaquin Phoenix. Okay, both of those. That's like fucking fresh off Gladiator, Joaquin yeah. Phoenix. That's a lot of money. Okay, mm-hmm. Abigail brought the two kids, meh, and everyone else in that film, meh. They paid him with And M. Night Shyamalan, and yep. M. Night Shyamalan would have cost a lot of money too because he got double paid. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's well, no, 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 not not to act, not to act to make the film. Like, oh yeah, at this point, yeah, he's probably he asking for a lot. For, yeah, he would have asked for a lot because, you know. I can't, I can't do wrong, baby. Unbreakable. And unbreakable. It's laminate and talking. Exactly. I got, I got exactly. this. Exactly. So I'm going high. So you said 80? Uh, yeah. Oh. I was going to say 50, but then Micah said 51, and it was too close, so I had to up it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Retail price for signs, 72 million. Damn, Yeah, Getting close. Well, if we go by prices right rules, Micah I'm still wins. lost. Yeah. Michael wins. We're, we're not going by prices right rules. Come on down. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. Uh, this movie did great. Uh, a lot of people liked it. There were a few, few people that bitched about the plot and had the, the pacing of it. The religiousness. But, eh, um, how much do you think this, you guys, how much do you think this movie made? Oh, a lot of money. I'm going to go 115. 115 for Emma. Two hundred and twenty-one. Two twenty-one for Micah. Two twenty-two. Two twenty-two for Katie. <laughs> Ooh, everybody booze, boo. Uh, Stanley. One dollar. Yeah. Two twenty-one and one dollar. <laughs> uh, retail price for this movie box office. $408 million. Jesus Ooh. Christ. This movie made cash. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, cash money in the bank. Yeah, that's why Schlamanan could just do whatever he wanted. And then the next one was kind of poop. And then it just, the next one was poop. Yeah. And then, like I said, this is the high point of his, of his life. He was probably dancing and rolling in pools of money. And good for him. But yeah, yeah, man. $408 million bucks for. Reasonably cheap movie, seventy-two million. I mean, yeah, no we've seen cheap, but we've seen way he made, it, like, he made it six times over. Yeah, I mean, well, I saw a movie almost. yesterday that was made off of thirty-five hundred bucks. <laughs> so yeah, I've seen super cheap, and I've seen crazy, <laughs> yeah, and it's poop. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense because everyone would have rushed to see this movie. One because of M Night Shyamalan and his success with the other films that he had just done. Two, because of Joaquin Phoenix and the success Gladiator had just had. And three, this is Mel Gibson. Basically, the next thing, the next major thing he did after The Patriot. Like, oh, yeah. Who doesn't fucking love The Patriot? Patriot's a good-ass like, good movie. <laughs> that's a good-ass movie. Yeah. So, yeah. Everyone was kind of rushed. It had something for everyone. Like, Mel Gibson for, you know, the older women. Joaquin Phoenix for the younger women. M. Night Shyamalan thriller alien situation yeah. for the alien, men. Aliens like, for the weird women. It was, it was, <laughs> for the men. 
<laughs> weird, weird, like chameleon alien for anybody that likes chameleon, chameleon aliens. aliens. Yeah, amputee people because they didn't have all the oh, fingers. I was like, did people? <laughs> wow, did people get mad at this film? Uh, did anyone get mad at this film because of the weird rant that Joaquin Phoenix's character went on about nerds? Oh, that's. Yeah, that, like was, his alien. that was funny. He's like, like crop, bunch of nerds getting together with future And nerds. making crop circles because they'll never get laid. <laughs> okay, Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix. Oh, poor Abigail Breslin. Why can't they get girlfriends? Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. Oh, jeez. But, uh, yeah, no, this was a good one. Good job, Katie. Thanks. Good choice. <laughs> yeah, good choice. Oh, so long ago when you brought this up. Yeah, like Actually, when two Emma months was like, ago. Emma's like, i never seen it. And we're like, Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is supposed to be during uh, October when we did the Halloween My thing. goodness, there okay, were several, several of these messed. episodes that we were just literally on TV scrolling through the horror movie list. And For it was like, ooh, an signs. Ooh, this. Ooh, that. We had I, plenty yeah. of ammunition, ammunition. I'm excited. I know we brought it up, but... Uh, when uh, uh, Shark Week comes up, I'm excited for our Shark Week idea. Shark Week. Shark Week. <laughs> Shark yeah. Week's gonna I'm, be good. I'm pumped. It's it's gonna be great. But uh, watch the movie. And um, so I fucked up. Um, so we're on Spotify and Google and iTunes. Uh, just Allentown presents. The background is all space and stuff. Um, I'll it'll get switched to something cool soonish. Got to find people that can draw things. I'm sad I can't draw. My family, like, are pretty good at it, I guess. I can kind of draw. I guess, you know, they got asthma and they can draw. I can't, so. <laughs> so. You can play an instrument, Coincidence? So. I think not. <laughs> but, uh. You can play an instrument, so you have that on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. You uh, can't play Jasmine an instrument played, with asthma. Jasmine played. <laughs> no, my oldest sister played, I think, clarinet for, like, a week. Yes. <laughs> so she's For a that, week. That. One week aptitude, like a lot how, of people's older brothers did. How long did you play the sax? For 45 years. <laughs> exactly. Oh my god. Exactly. Some say he still plays it today. <laughs> yes. But um, um, email, so I've actually been saying the email wrong this whole time. That doesn't So if you have a question, Uh-oh. if you have a, hey, hey. He's doing the best he can. Damn it, right? <laughs> Thank you, Micah. But uh... <laughs> Shooting a cornhole beanbag on a table, said cornhole. Shooting a miss. So when you guys started doing the cornhole, I actually started recording it. <laughs> nice. Oh Jesus. So that's this, gonna be oh, on no. our soundboard. Just the laugh so, track of me, just silent so, old smoker man laughing. So this episode uh, right now, time is at an hour and six minutes. That's hot. This, I was recording for a good 15, 20 minutes. This episode y'all is brought to you by Mini Cornhole. So at what, Target, it's a great Christmas present. It looked pretty fun. So what it's I'm gonna do is, is, is cut all the the silly stuff, and I'm gonna do like a a, a clip show. Nice. That's what's up. At some point. Why are we talking about this? <laughs> I just hey, I just wanted to talk about it because they're not gonna hear the silliness, so I gotta talk about okay, it. I ha- oh, okay, I have something that I'll, I'll put on there. Um, if you guys do have any suggestions out there or want to send us videos, we don't actually own all of these, so sometimes we have to rent them and. And use our own broke-ass dollar bills that we find in the in the couch cushions to purchase said movies. So if you have suggestions and want to send us stuff, feel free to. And we will definitely make a, an episode Just email it. first. Yeah, email Allentown Presents. Just Allentown Presents. 
I want to say at some point, I was real sleepy trying to work on this stuff. I want to say the network was one I tried to get, but I got it flipped up because I'm a dummy. So it's just AllentownPresents <laughs> at gmail.com. And you can send tweets and... At, at AllentownPod on Twitter. Yeah, and just anywhere. Just send a question. Or on Facebook, if you know me. <laughs> I should have the Facebook one. Yeah, we'll uh, get there. I know Guido, my buddy Guido, he is listening to all of them. He actually really likes this. Uh, if you if there's some ridiculous Hi, movie hey, that you want us to watch, man, just just mail it to me. We, we can talk about it because I know there's some stuff you want me to see. But uh, we can do that. Terrell, I know you're listening to this. If you got some mess that you want me to watch, just tell me and we'll watch it. There's some good ones out there that Terrell knows about. He watches way more. It's it's easier <laughs> when like you're single to watch scary stuff because you're just in a dark room. You just watch. I'm not saying you're a detriment to scary movies. Clearly you are. <laughs> Clearly, you are. I didn't mean it like that. Clearly. It's just, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's easy to watch just random Look, movies. No offense. Those but... of you out there with significant others, grab your girl, grab your dude, grab a scary movie. Yeah. Freak it out. It's worth it. I didn't mean it like that. Sure. But, That's but, fine. There are a lot of other things to fulfill my time than scary movies. Yeah, you right. I.e. The Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah, cute-ass fucking baby. Man, Mandalorian. We should talk about that one day. We should. It's fucking yeah, I'm, not, I'm not trying Sometime to get sued. when there's something to make sense with yeah, let's it. Not, and, let's not get sued. And when, when Disney doesn't want to pick them. on everybody. I'll swing on Embargo. Them. You're not swinging on Disney. Embargo these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Your nuts these are now nuts, the property these, of Disney yep. Incorporated. These nuts will always win. Yep. These nuts. <laughs> That phrase right there. Are you that's sure it. that they Disney. spelled it right in the incorporation? Oh, damn it, Disney. <laughs> but yeah, guys. Uh, like always, thank you for listening. Uh, if you like it, say something, like or subscribe. Hit that that bell icon. <laughs> I'm gonna put this on YouTube at some point. He has no idea what he's talking about. But uh, yeah, no, it's late. I'm sorry. He it's watches always... a lot of YouTube, and that's where he's. It's always where late. His mind is right now. Like my life is just perpetually late. So. Uh, Tweet yes. at us and follow us on Spotify. Do it. Yeah. So um, until next time. And uh, iTunes and Google. I know Tuesday, um, a short thing's coming up. And then uh, I got to figure out what movie I'm going to watch on. Oh, I have Monday off. Yeah. So there'll be another <laughs> short. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just talking out my ass right now. Bye, guys. I love you so much. Christmas See you material Toots. starts tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Katie's doing a Christmas collection. So like just like the um, horror movie one that I did. Just a little project. I couldn't think of a name. <laughs> uh, Katie's going to do... Christmas. Kind Christmas of the same movie thing. countdown. Chronicles. Christmas Ooh. movie countdown. It starts tomorrow. That's what's up. Yeah. It's going to be great. So, yeah. It's going to be Christmas all it's up in this be. bitch. And so... Um, Keep your eyes open. Or uh, your ears open. It's coming. Yeah. Katie's going to do all the, the cute shit and thoughtful things. I will be looking at the... Christmas uh, horror Fucked films. up scary Christmas movies. Uh, Micah brought up one. Rare uh, Exports. Yeah, Thanks, rare, Mom. Yeah, Rare Exports. It looks great. Mother. So thank you, Micah's mom. It looks fucking great. Uh, we're going to watch that bad boy. Uh, there was another one I saw. I'm going to watch Krampus. Yeah. That's and like the only scary horror is, movie. There's an anthology. Movie I'm yes. interested in. There's an anthology of Christmas horror movies, apparently, or stories. And there's one where there's a zombie invasion in this town and Santa Claus comes to drop off presents and there's just zombies everywhere. And he's like, oh, what the fuck? And so it's Yo. Santa Claus trying to survive. Oh, that's uh, what's up. Shit. Yeah. Uh, it's great. I, I know four or five off the top of my head. Uh, yeah. So during December, it's going to be 
Christmas theme for people that aren't that big on Christmas and people that love Christmas. And then we'll just sprinkle in shit like Die Hard because that's a Christmas movie. Never seen Die Hard. Oh, I forget. You always say that every time. <laughs> and I stop real quick. But yeah, guys, uh, keep with us. Um, there's going to be a lot of content. So if you like shit to listen to when you're driving somewhere or you can't sleep or Take our us. voices make you sleep, thank you. Uh, keep <laughs> listening and we'll see you soon. Okay. Bye, guys. Toots. Bye. Toots. Like Emma said. <laughs>